On today's podcast, Talking Travels and Other Stuff, I'm really excited to be talking to Octavia Coates, who is the founder of The Well-Healed Hippie. If you don't know what that is, have a listen. It's super, super exciting. How are you, Octi? Welcome to Talking Travels. Welcome to the pod. I'm really well, and thank you so much for having me. It's an amazing show, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to chat to you. Oh, brilliant. I can't wait to chat to you and find out all about your four-wheeled friend, Roaming Delilah. (laughs) Um, So tell us a little bit about um, The Well-Healed Hippie and your new kind of um, project. When did it start? What is it? Why why should we all be getting excited about this, um, this beautiful camper van? Well, the Well-Hilled Hippie is a luxury camper van hire site, but I also create um, some special, unique holidays as well. Roaming Delilah is the name of my first camper van, and the concept behind it really kind of started way before lockdown. Um, You know, I I work from home, my day job, if you like. Um, You know, I'm a consultant and I work from home, and With the hours expanding, I found myself working weekends late into the evenings. And so almost like my my office became my world. And I love being outside in the nature and in the countryside. I've got an amazing little beagle puppy who takes me on adventures. And I kind of wanted to create almost like a mobile environment where I could get out and kind of combine and melt both worlds into one. So I could go off and explore but work at the same time because I don't have to be stuck in my office, if you like. Mm-hmm. So that was the original idea, was really kind of a personal journey. And then when I started putting her together, I started getting a lot of compliments and a lot of people started asking if they could hire her as well. Um, so then kind of the business side of things, the idea came into play. Um, and the Well-Heeled Hippie was formed, so I decided to call her the Well-Heeled Hippie because she is a pretty luxury special camper van. Um, she's literally your home from home, and she is perfect for people who like the idea of camping but prefer their creature comforts, you know? Mm-hmm. So in a nutshell, that's kind of where everything started. Yep, cool, cool. And have you been on lots of adventures already? I have, of course. So yes. um, I've been down to West Wittering, down in Sussex, which is actually where my family's from. I did a little three-day tour there. I've been to Wales, North Norfolk. I've been up to the Lake District. Um, so we've, we've done quite a lot ourselves, but she has been rented out quite a lot. So um, my next trip, I really want to go up to Scotland and the Inner Hebrides and have a little explore up there. Oh, brilliant. So were you, um, do you know a lot about vans and cars? Were you always a bit of a petrol head or were you kind of, was this just a new project that you thought, I'm going to just do this and take a chance of going like on road trips? You know, not really. I'm, I've always had a car. Even when I was in London, I had a car. I love being able to get from A to B quickly, not a fan of public transport. Um, and then because 
I suppose it kind of, I love the idea of the whole camping experience. I love road trips, but I wanted to do something um, which was at my own speed. So I can wake up in the morning, decide where I want to go, and off you go. You don't have to book a hotel. You don't have to put an itinerary together, really, if you don't want to. And you can be really, really spontaneous. So it was more of a sort of a lifestyle choice than actually being a kind of a car fanatic, if you like. Um, yeah. To be perfectly I don't think you can really be a petrol head in a panel van. <laughs> <laughs> Were you involved, though, with the interior design? Did you, because um, it looks absolutely gorgeous inside. Was it completely converted to your spec? Totally. I mean, I had the most amazing... I'm really bad at DIY. If you ask me to put a shelf up, I just don't. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I had this really fantastic conversion company who literally listened to everything that I wanted, uh, design-wise, feature-wise. We put everything together. Um, it's not just about aesthetics as well. It's about what comes in the van. Um, for example, the heating system... The, the hot water system, all sorts of things. So if you imagine you've got a seven meter by three meter box and you've got to stick everything in it and make it look great, it's quite, um, you know, it's quite a feat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we literally work together from beginning to end. Um, obviously with the detailing, you know, those are the finishing touches that, you know, that, that I kind of really imprinted myself. But yeah, it's, it's been an amazing journey. It's a 2017, easy to drive. Um, you know, you've got, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to drive. It's mm. not an old school VW, which is a stick gear. Or it, so it's, yeah, it means that you can comfortably go on long trips. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. Cool. And how many people does it sleep to? It sleeps too. You can fit the child sort of bed area in there. Um, but to be perfectly honest with you, I mean, for me, I would I would literally suggest it would be two people, especially if, if weather's not so great and you're inside the van. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it actually drives, four people can legally drive in it. So you've got three seats at the front. And then I've also added an extra seat in the back with a lap belt. So oh. technically... You could, which some of my hires have done already, um, take a sort of a, a second tent with them um, and then take the family of four. So Brilliant. You know, there is that option as well. Yeah, that's good to know, actually, because um, if you want to go as a family and then you've got all the cooking facilities and the shower and the toilet, it's got all the mod cons. It looks so luxurious. <laughs> This is the thing. I mean, I need to have a decent shower. And yeah. you know what it's like? Campsites never really have that great. Mm-hmm. The facilities are not that great. So the wet room in her is phenomenal. You've got instant hot water, a seriously powerful shower. Um, you've even got a flushing toilet, which is actually plumbed in as wow. well. It is a, a sort of a, a cassette toilet, and you do have to empty it as you normally would do with camping. Mm-hmm. But it actually feels like it's a proper wet room. Right, lovely. Very, you're very canny. I, I like this side of uh, the exploration. You can kind of, but what would I like? Therefore, if you like it, I know that I would probably like it. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and um, so are you kind of doing it as in an eco way, in a sustainable way as well? Are the solar panels? completely um off grid which in camping terms means that you don't have to hook her up to an electricity supply she's got a solar solar panels on the ceiling um and she also 
works with a rechargeable battery. So you literally don't need to hook up to um, any electricity supply. Um, and in that term, yes, she is. I mean, you know, apart from obviously she's got a diesel engine. Right. Um, but yeah, so... Mm. But, yeah, swings swings and roundabouts, but at least it's slow travel because you're staying in the UK. Well, you're staying in the UK at the moment. Do you think that, um, would you rent out to go board or have you got any kind of plans to take her? Well, when we can, actually. A hundred percent. I'm doing an Italian food tour in <gasps> April. Oh, my it's God. always wanted to do. So that's going to, I'm really excited about that. And yes, you know, you know, for short breaks, she's perfect. And if people do want to hire her and go off to Europe, more than welcome. Yeah, cool, cool. So what do they do? Do people kind of, is there a minimum amount of time that um, you could she, you, she could go out? They have to come and collect her and then drop her back with you? Yeah, I do offer a service as well. So I can deliver her to, um, you know, to an address. Um, but yeah, so the minimum is probably two nights. Though I am in the winter going to be implementing um, a sort of a day trips. And these are for people who want to go off and spend the day working on the beach or, you know, in a beauty spot and enjoy that kind of working day. Um, but yeah, no, she's, it, there's, yeah, there's many options. <laughs> no minimum, no max, well, maybe a maximum. Because <laughs> then you're like, I want to have a go now, come back. Like the whole month of August. Um, which I had to decline because I'd already had a few bookings in there at that point in Mm. time. But yeah, uh, that was an interesting one. (laughs) (laughs) I bet because people just at the moment, they want to be digital nomads. Yeah. How about Wi-Fi? Can you do Wi-Fi or is that something? Yeah, 100%. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, most of the places that you go, you can use your personal hotspot, but she does Mm. have a Wi-Fi booster as well, which means that if you are... I mean, for example, when I was in Wales um, a couple of weeks ago, um, I was literally right on on the, on the cliffs, um, staying in this amazing campsite, and the Wi-Fi was a little bit iffy. Um, so, but the Wi-Fi booster really worked. So, technically, yeah, you could be anywhere. It's so good now with the, inter- the internet connection. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, and I've seen on your Instagram that you've. Um kind of been cooking is it mules you've done some foraging and you've actually gone you've done a whole kind of seafood buffet is that something that you've you're able to cook inside or have you got a camp stove and you cook outside well I think what you're referring to is when I went to Wales we had I went and found this amazing guy who's a forager and he actually we all of the ingredients that we found on the beach naturally he cooked up on his own stove on the okay beach. right unbelievable but with Delilah, I mean, come on. One of the best things about camping is making barbecue, right? Of so course. She comes, with, she comes with her own tabletop barbecue. Lovely. She also has a fire pit as well, which I, for every hire up, I give them all the ingredients, s'mores, so they can toast marshmallows over the fire pit and have that sort of experience. Yes. Yeah. She also comes with what's called an Omnia oven. Now, wow. an Omnia oven is a sort of a Swedish design it sits on top of the um, the gas stove that she has, and it cooks from the inside. Ooh. So you can technically use it just like a normal oven. I mean, I've cooked cakes in there. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> uh, roast potatoes I've cooked in her. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Amazing. So did you have to do a lot of research? Had you done a lot of trips in other people's camper vans to kind of fall in love with this lifestyle, or was it just you just fancied well, it, so you've researched 
Kind of. When I was a kid, I think I remember going on two amazing camping trips down to the south of France. And I remember, I think my dad lost the map. So we ended up just heading down there with no real direction of where we were going. And we used to stop in the villages and ask where the nearest campsite was. And it was almost an adventure because it wasn't so planned. It was so spontaneous. And we had the most amazing time. And the one thing I would say was I... The one thing I didn't like was the actual uh, caravan because it was so plastic fantastic and, you know, it had that sort of sweet smell. So I kind of loved, I had, you know, I had a love for camping anyway and then to create my own version, which I hope other people will also enjoy, it just gives it that unique experience. It's like an extra experience of camping. Yeah, well. Oh, goodness. And does it come with, um, does she, does Delilah come with all the mod cons? Do people have to bring duvet or, um, you know, kind of condiments as pans and there's knives and forks and everything there? She's all completely, everything's there. I supply the linen, um, change of linen, pretty much everything apart from towels. Um, mm-hmm. And then that's pretty much it, really. Oh, She's good. also got uh, a built-in movie theatre. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, we don't, you, you know, that's the, technically the TV. And actually, it's such a beautiful experience to be sitting outside watching your movie on the side of the van. She comes with a projector, with everything. And you can snuggle up on the rugs and, you know, watch your movie. Oh, my gosh, I got goosebumps. That sounds divine. Um, So for you, what have been the best parts of going on a van holiday? I think for me, it's, you know, it's being able to almost explore. You feel that I love road trips. I've always have done it. I was always obsessed with American movie road trips, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And you can plan your route. You can go anywhere. If you don't like somewhere, you can just move on. But for me, it's almost waking up and literally stepping out of the van and having that beautifully comfortable environment and just being at one with nature Um, Mm. and exploring. I think I've always had a little bit of an exploring, you know, kind of itinerary. And for me, that's just, that's for me is the perfect, perfect thing. You're not stuck in a hotel room in one place, Mm. organizing everything around you you can literally just go and do anything that you want. Mm. You know, pop to the beach one day, go find a wild swimming area the next day. Well, um, yeah. So it's got That's the freedom and the independence and the you're in control. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Oh, wow. So conversely, are there any bad points? Do you get a bit lonely if you're, you know, I suppose you've got Brinkley, you've got the you're a lovely doggy, so. <laughs> I am single, as you know. Um, <laughs> Actually, it, it doesn't really feel lonely because wherever we tend to pitch up, if you like, somebody always comes and says hello. I've met the most amazing people just because I'm on my own because you make that little bit more of an effort as well. And you also get to understand a little bit more about an environment or a place that you are from a local point of view, which I don't think I would necessarily do if I was with other people. Yeah. So you've got, it's a bit yin and yang. You've got, you know... It would be nice to have the driving to be shared with somebody, and Brinkley is not the best. <laughs> oh, but I bet Brinkley brings everybody to come and have a look. When somebody's camping like this, do you have to book? Do you have, kind of have to be prepared and book into campsites? Do a lot of campsites, do most campsites accept camper vans as well? 
100%. I mean, it, you know, she's just slightly smaller than a motorhome or sometimes the same size as one. So there are so many amazing new concepts of campsites that have really kind of organically launched over the last two years. Whereas before, the idea of a campsite would be that you were parked next to other people in almost like a, a line or a slot. Now you've got some phenomenal places that are called wild campsites. Mm-hmm. And it means that you have a little bit more space it's much more boutique it's much more private as well um and in terms of because obviously there's been quite a big movement in terms of the true sense of wild camping which is where you would just go and park where you wanted to um you know and and you didn't have to book anywhere that's changing slightly um the law there's a big question mark over the law of that which will be coming up quite shortly in discussion i guess Um, But to be perfectly honest with you, you can find the most phenomenal campsites that make you feel that you are in the middle of nowhere and you've got the safety of having that environment around you. You can put the awning up, you can set the cinema up, you can have your barbecue without worrying about whether or not you're allowed to or not. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a changing landscape. Yeah, yeah. And I'm hoping, you know, I think a lot more people are embracing the UK and finding out things, all these lovely little corners and niches and nooks that we've got. I mean, because you, you, you were talking earlier about um, foraging and kind of what you're finding and all of that. And are, is that something that you said you're going to offer? Yeah, that... so I've launched, um, well, I've launched the first one and it's called the Ultimate Coastal Guide. And this was from my trip that I took down to West Wales. And I had three days and I wanted to do something which wasn't just going and driving somewhere, having a walk and, you know, a little bit of sightseeing. So I found this amazing guy. He's got this phenomenal um, coastal foraging company and he takes people on these experiences. And it's a good old sort of six or seven hours. And you go and find all of that, those amazing things that grow naturally. Mm. So we were picking wild garlic, samphire, we found prawns, we found oysters, all sorts of things. Wow. And then at the end of the experience, he also teaches you about why they're there, how you find them, background about them. So you're learning something as well. And then he cooks them all up in front of you. And you have the most phenomenal kind of post-experience sort of meal on the beach as well and that type of experience is invaluable Mm -hmm. because especially because we've been so kind of closed off to the world over the last sort of year and a half I love learning things new and this for me was a really great way um of, of you know spending my time on my holiday so yeah it's fantastic brilliant oh no no that sounds really inspirational you'll have to um maybe your network with somebody who does who does stargazing that would be lovely. Well, you just, I'm doing that. So oh. I'm going, actually, that's the other thing. So I'm... In Exclusive! The there is an Exmoor. They have the darkest skies in the whole of the UK. Right. And that's where they centre a lot of the stargazing walks and hikes and dinner under the stars and all sorts of things. So mm. I'm actually going down there in a couple of weeks to meet with um, an astronomer. Um, and he's going to be coming basically offering to come to the the van and give an astronomy lesson, take you on a guided tour um, and a night hike so you can put into practice what you've learned. Um, and then there's an amazing dinner afterwards at one of the local restaurants. Um, and, yeah, it's a big Q&A. So oh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, God, I, I just kind of thought, whoa, if you're out in nature, you know, that's the... Oxy, you are a... I think you're, you you found your um, a definitely a niche and a definitely a niche that I think people are going to like. <laughs> um, how... Um, give me three words that would describe your adventures in Roaming Delilah so far. Well, this is, I, was, I was thinking about this. It's quite difficult. I mean, if you were going to ask me to explain her in three world, words, I would say she's the ultimate camping experience. I mean, that's really, really mm. you know, why she, yeah, she gives you, she's all weather, any eventuality. I mean, I have to admit, when I was in Wales, it was absolutely pouring with rain and gale force winds on one of the days. And you feel so toasty warm inside. Right. Uh, so, yeah, she's, she's brilliant for all sorts of, all weather camping. Brilliant. No, that's, that, that makes sense. I love that. Could you be a digital nomad? Could you kind of live in it full time, her, sorry, full time? Or... Do you know what? To be honest, no. Okay. <laughs> I need my space. I do love my space. I think the kind of the clientele and I think the people who I'm sort of marketing to and approaching are those people who just want to get out and explore mm. for a couple of days. She's great fun, um, but she is a, you know, a seven metre by three metre space. Mm-hmm. And to live in her permanently, I mean, I would literally have to get rid of all of my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You don't need wellies anyway, flip-flops, Bob. Oh, my love. Wow. So where can people, um, where can I point people in the direction? You've got your Insta and the website? Yep. So it's www.thewellhealedhippie.com. And um, availability calendar is up there and completely up to date. And if anyone would like to book, they just need to send me a little inquiry form through. Um, and that's pretty simple. Um, and we've got the second van being built at the moment. So that will be ready uh, in November as well. Exciting. That is scheduled for March. So that'll be ready by next spring. Brilliant. Uh, so yeah, and, and of course, any questions, anything anyone wants to know, I'm more than happy to answer about um, camping in general. So Fab, yeah. yay, you pro, you pro. You'll have to run a competition to um, find the name for the next one. I know. Do you know, I can't think of one. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it should be a boy. Maybe he should be a boy. I agree. Yes, yes. Do a little competition and I'll enter. I'll put some names out of my uh, magic hat. (laughs) Oh, my love, I'm so pleased we managed to orchestrate this. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, pleasure, my darling. It's good to catch up. And let's have a proper catch up later. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, take care. That's all, folks. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. She died.